Hello, hello, and welcome to the first episode ever of the brand new Pakistan Cricket Podcast. I'm your host, and uh, you don't even need to know my name. Let's just strictly keep it about what the news is and Pakistan's cricket. All right. So we've, uh, so I decided to do it right now. I was going to wait until the, the 2020 World Cup to start doing this, but there's been some massive, massive news with regards to the Pakistan cricket team, so I thought I would do it now as I have a lot of thoughts on it. And so let's let's begin. Uh, first up, let's, let's do the news in order of which they came. First up, the Pakistan cricket team, Pakistan cricket board announced the 2020 World Cup squad, and it's a weird one. It's a weird one, okay? You got the usual suspects, which are Babar Azam, Shadab Khan, Muhammad Rizwan, Muhammad Hafiz, Shaheen Afridi, Harris Rauf, Hassan Ali, Muhammad Hasnain, uh, and Muhammad Nawaz, to a certain degree, has also been a part of that. And then you got some people that they have tried out recently that hopefully we are thinking work out, which is like Soheb Maksud, uh, and uh, Imad Wasim has been in and out of the team, but I think he is a strong member of this team. Azam Khan, Moen Khan's son. I we haven't really gotten even to see him really do anything, but he seems like he's capable of hitting. And then, and then the team got like random new person, Muhammad Wasim Jr. Like I don't understand how. We've taken all of these series that have happened before before we announced the squad, like the England one, Sri Lanka, uh, South, South Africa, West Indies. All of these series were supposed to be tune-ups for the World Cup. But then why wasn't a guy who's in the squad now, Mohamed Wasim Jr., in the World Cup? It's also it's kind of shady that the chief selector is Mohamed Wasim as well. Uh, and then uh, Mohamed Wasim Jr. is in the squad. Uh, whatever. Okay, and then and then we also brought back Asif Ali and Khush Dil Shah. Like, I know they're tremendously talented, but we've seen what they do on on stage on this on this stage. You know, they're not they're not that good. I maybe I understand Asif Ali. I think I've seen him play well recently. But Khush Dil Shah, man, we've tried we've tried so hard to make him the dude when he's not. So I hope these people turn out right, but like, it just doesn't seem like it's good. And now to for like the glaring omission. First of all, we have reserves, three reserves: Shahnawaz, Dahani, Usman Kadir, and Fakhr Zaman. I don't get how you put Fakhr Zaman and Usman Kadir in the reserves and not in the actual squad. They've been with the squad for so long. It just it it it, it makes no sense, especially Fakhr Zaman. This guy has finally rediscovered his form. Granted, he hasn't really done much in 20, T20 recently, it's because we don't have him as an opener. You bring in Sharjil Khan, who's not in the squad, another omission from a guy we've been trying to, like, make part of the squad. But I understand his omission because he didn't do well. But still, like, you're you're building towards this. You might as well keep the same people that you've been trying the whole time, you know? But, like, we put Sharjil Khan as, as an opener, but we don't try Fakhr Zaman, who is our opener in one day's. And who's been our opener for a while? It makes no sense to me. To me, this should be our T Twenty like eleven. Uh, I would open with Rizwan and Fakhr Zaman, and then I would have Babar Azam, 
حفیظ صہیب مقصود اینڈ ایدر آزم خان اور آصف علی ون آف دم اینڈ دین اینڈ دین شاداب حسن حسن علی حارث روف اینڈ شہین اینڈ دین وی ہیو ون مور اسپاٹ دیٹ دیٹ واز اونلی ٹین نیم سو وی ہیو ون مور اسپاٹ دیٹ وی کیڈ فٹ ان ان دا نمبر ایٹ اسپاٹ وچ بی در اماد وسیم وچ ووڈ بی اماد وسیم فار می انلس اٹس لائک بٹ اٹس ان دا یو اے ای سو وونٹ بی اسیمنگ وکٹ سو آئی تھنک اماد وسیم فار می فیلز اسپاٹ کس ہیز لائک اے پاورفل ہٹر ہیز اے گڈ اسپنر اینڈ دیٹ وے وی ہیو تھری اسپنرز ان دا لائم شاداب حفیظ اماد وسیم اینڈ دین تھری سیمرز حارث روف حسن علی اینڈ شہین افریدی اینڈ دیٹ شوڈ بی گڈ انف to i think win or uh, to compete but we don't even have fucker zaman in the lineup i don't understand to be he's our he's obviously the opener i don't think i don't think what we've been trying has been working where mohammed rizwan and babar azam open together because then that's too much reliance on our opening partnership it would be cool if we just tried out rizwan and fucker and then have babar down and then Muhammad Afiz and so much. And then those three are interchangeable depending on who goes out. Like if Rizwan goes out, you bring in Babar Azam because it's that same like dependability. With, and, and you know, it's not like power hitting, but it's still like clean, proper cricket shots type hitting. And then if if, if not, if you need that power because fuckers the man's out, you bring Suhaib Maksud. Even Muhammad Afiz in his like prime in 2020, he was killing it. Like he, he could hit it so well. He's lost all of that form, but I understand why you would still keep him because of his, he, first of all, he bowls, he started bowling again, and it's, it's really good in, in international cricket, cricket. He stopped for a while, but he started bowling again, and it was really good, and his batting, aside from this 2021, his batting has been on the rise, so hopefully the, he can come good in the tournament. You rely on that experience. And I know some people want to show Malik in, but I understand you'd only want one of the two and they're sticking with Muhammad Hafiz. So to me, like, this quad only partly makes sense. A lot of it is just, like, makes no sense based on where we've been building off of, especially Fakhar Zaman and Usman Kadir both not being in there, even though they've been a large part of our 2020 squad for the past year. To me, this... clearly leads to the other big news which was that our coach Ms. Baul Huck and the bowling coach Bakar Yunus both stepped down I'll have my thoughts on that uh sooner uh soon but uh first let me just continue with this squad like what do I think the chances are of the Pakistan team coming out of this I don't think they're that high I do not think so. I just, our middle order is still very weak. It's just all Babar Azam and Muhammad Rizwan. Everyone else is come and go. Fakhar Zaman was our third most informed person. I, my mind, because he had a century in that ODI against South Africa and he looked really good after that. But he's not even in the squad now. So we're relying on a bunch of people who haven't really performed in all the tours leading up to this tournament to perform. But at least our bowling looks settled because I really like Ali, I really like Shaheen and Hassan Ali. 
and, um, and Shadab is finally taking some wickets. Hafiz is good. Imad Wasim is good at uh, keeping the run rate down. And then Harris Rauf is the guy who's like so hit and miss. He has so much pace, but it just seems like he doesn't know where to put it. So I don't know, between him and Mohammed Hassanain, like who knows? And maybe Mohammed Wasim Jr., I was critical of his inclusion, but maybe he's good. He's supposed to be a fast bowling all-rounder who can hit really hard. If he lives up to that, then this he could be he could be great. He could be exactly what we need because and oh another remission for he Mushraf. We've been playing this guy for so long. And now we drop him? When when we would really need him? That another another exclusion that makes no sense. Unless this guy is the real deal, but if he was the real deal, why wasn't he chosen earlier? Mohammed Wasim Jr. Because we have been craving We've needed a fast bowling all-rounder for so long. Most of our better all-rounders are all like spin bowlers like Shadab and Mohamed Afiz and Imad Wasim and stuff. We haven't really had a great pace bowling or at least like seeming all-rounder since Abdul Razak and Nazir Mahmood. Then hopefully uh, Free Mohamed Wasim Jr. can be that because Fahim Ashraf was... He was decent, but he was never – he wasn't a match winner. And I think that's the problem. Or maybe it's my expectation to find someone like Ben Stokes who can be a match winner. Fahim Ashraf was never a match winner. He was a contributor. And he's a cog. But he wasn't – he's never going to win you the match either way because he's never taken – he's never going to take like three or four wickets. And he's never going to get you 100, really, to win the game. And so we do need an improvement, and hopefully this guy is it. Because if he's being chosen over for him, he better be better than him. It's the wrong time to experiment is during the World Cup. You experiment after it. I'd rather go into the World Cup with the squad that we've been choosing and, and fail and then move on from that than just go in brand new and fail because of that, you know? Because we haven't tried out these players, and this is the first experience. I mean, sometimes it can work. I'm pretty sure in the Champions Trophy when we won in 2019, I believe it was, or something like that. Twenty? No, it might have been 2016. One of those, I, I get my dates messed up. But when we won the Champions Trophy, it was because of Hassan Ali's bowling, and he was pretty new to the squad. So it could work. I like Shadab Khan being vice-captain. Vice I think he's a someone who's more attacking. Hopefully... Yeah, hopefully that helps because Barbara Azam's captaincy leaves a lot to be desired. He's too just like typical. He never does anything out of the box. Everything is just typical, you know? There's no, I don't see innovation. I don't see aggression. I don't see, I mean, he did do a good uh, declaration recently in that in the test match against the West Indies, but it was the West Indies, that's why. You know, it was, this was in India. We're not even on that level, you know. We're not on the India, England, Australia level. I mean, New Zealand, sorry. New Zealand's up there now. England, India, Australia, New Zealand. Those are like the top four countries. And we're, we're, we're right there. We're right underneath in the South Africa, Sri Lanka, us rating. I think we're the best out of those three. But it's, it's a long way until... 
we get better. And then now this leads into the other news that I mentioned earlier, Miss Bond, Wakanyanis leaving. I think it's great that they're leaving. I don't think we have improved as a team at all. We still have a weak middle order. It's so it's so funny because in, in test matches, we have the opposite. We have a weak top order. Our openers are like crap. And then and then in one day international in one days, 2020 and ODIs, our 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 top order is great, but our middle order sucks. And so I don't know, like I know there are some positives on the MISPA stuff, which is like Fawad Alam getting his shot under Miswa's coaching and and Mohamed Rizwan being retained in the 2020 squad and becoming the opener and then becoming like the highest run getter in 2020s this year, which is crazy. But but I feel like those had more to do with the individuals that forced their hand because Miswa was captain for so long and he never like insisted on Fawad Alam ever being part of the team really. Fawad Alam made a century on debut as an opener, and we freaking never used him for 10 years, and we stuck with mediocre options like Azur Ali and and uh, Asa Shafiq. He's showing right now who he is. Like, he, he's so consistent. He makes at least 50 runs in a, in a test match, right? and he never gives his wicket away cheaply. It's always like a, a dogfight with him. He's like, he's like Yunus Khan. The new Yunus Khan for our team, except not even though Yunus Khan was not known as a pretty player, but Yunus Khan was a prettier player than Fawad Alam. He's just all grit. I love him. I love him. And every time he makes entry, I'm so excited for him. And I guess it's partly the story, you know, because he hasn't been in the squad. He didn't he wasn't in the squad for 10 years. So that makes you he's the always the underdog when playing, because his career has been the underdog. And perseverance, and like that's that's just so beautiful to see him succeed. I love it. So yeah, those are the two good things that they did, and it was individual performances. As a team, like they, it just doesn't seem they they strategize enough when playing opponents. We're not working batsmen over and and getting their wickets in clever ways. We're just doing it out of like bowling magnificence rather than strategy. A lot of the times, you know, it never seems like a crouching strategy. And I feel I wish there was more of that. And you would see more of that with field placements and stuff like that, where you can analyze where, where a player likes to hit and then or where, where they hit in the air. And then you can get a catch where you wouldn't normally expect one. Like we don't do a lot of that. And and and, and they aren't coaches. Miss Bain and Wakar Yunus are not coaches. They coach the national team, but they're never like coaching. Like once they get fired from the national team or quit. They're not coaching. They go into commentating. I don't know what Miswa will do because he just have started, but I don't know. So, and and people have been saying that their firing is to do with Ramiz Raja coming in because he isn't like the biggest fan of the Miswa's defensive strategy and stuff like that. And I get that, but I think it's more to do with performance. They haven't really performed well. We had we every series. I felt like they would, they should have been fired, except for like. And then they perform well, and it's like, oh, they saved their jobs. But it's to me, it's always been individuals who perform well, not the team as as a whole performing well. You know, it's either Mohamed Rizwan killing it or Babar Azam killing it. I haven't I haven't really seen people improve that much, except for like the supremely talented people. You know, 
Mohamed Rizwan, Babar Azam, Shaheen. Those are the only three people consistently improved. Hassan Ali improved outside of the coaching. He were, they, they abandoned him, and then he had to improve himself. You know, And then when he came back into the team, and now he's good. So for me, I am glad. I kind of, I wanted, I don't know how Abdul Razak and Saklay Mushtaq will do. They're the new coaches. Uh, I, I, I never thought I saw Abdul Razak as a type of person who would coach. He seemed to me like, like, I don't know if anyone here watches basketball who's listening to this, but like the Kawhi Leonard type where it's like, he's like quiet and reserved. Maybe he'll make a great coach because, like, he could be like all those like basketball players who aren't great basketball players but end up being great coaches, like Tyron Lue and stuff. I could see that happening. Hopefully, hopefully it's good because I want Pakistan team to do well. I want them to succeed. I want them to succeed, man, and hopefully they can. I, I, it's been a long time. It's it's so typical of Pakistan. To do this when <laughs> when the World Cup is so close, rather than doing it a few months earlier when they should have, it's so typical. Also, him becoming a coach was kind of sketchy because he was part of the committee that was looking for the new coach, or that that was evaluating uh, the old Mickey Arthur, and so <laughs> he got him fired, and then. He was also part of looking for the new coach, and then he ends up being the new coach. That, to me, is so typically sketchy. Hopefully, they can get rid of that with Nurmiz Raja now being on board. I always liked his commentating. He seems like he knew his stuff. Hey, and he's a disciple of Imran Khan. Like, Imran Khan is a terrible prime minister, in my opinion, but he was a great cricketing captain. So, hopefully, he knows that. Also, I don't get why Pakistan does that. The government should not be involved. How is the president of the country in charge of deciding who becomes the president of the cricket team. That makes no no sense. That that makes no sense. Imagine if like Donald Trump when he was president had to decide who's who's the president of like the Washington Wizards. That would be so weird. And so hopefully that needs to go away so that cricket can happen instead of politics happening with cricket. Um I don't know if other countries have that issue. I'm not I don't really look into other countries board stuff that much compared to Pakistan. So maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know. But I'm glad. I I, I ideally wanted uh, there were rumors I was I heard like Shoebachter say on one of his on one of the news shows that Andy Flower was like a done deal and he was going to be the coach. And I, that, I was excited for that. Andy Flower would be a great coach. And then you get like someone like Akib Javed, who's the actual coach as well, to like become the bowling coach. That would have been great too. But I'm, 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 I'm quietly optimistic that these two will at least know how to coach the team. Abdul Razak and Sakim because they are actual coaches who've been accredited and shit like that. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. That's all we can do is hope. But I'm I am excited for the World Cup and I'm excited for the couple of 2020s and ODIs that we have, even though some of the teams will be resting. I'm hoping that these guys can prove themselves. I I I I think Asif Ali has a chance to be good in his role as the sixth wicket, sixth person in, 
if he can do that and if he can excel in that role and become kind of like a finisher, that is what will unlock our team. Because I think Shadab is great at seven and he is he is an all-rounder in the one-day formats through and through. So hopefully, uh hopefully he could just Asif Ali can finally display his talent. He's the one I would go with out of all the people here. Asif Ali and Soeb Maksud. To me, Soeb Maksud seemed like he had the power and the form. He just was a bit unlucky with the way he got out in a lot of those matches. You know? So for me, like this is this is the 2020 squad that I would do based on who we have. So I guess it's going to be Babur and Rizwan opening. And then you would have Suheb Maksud one down. Uh, and then Muhammad Afiz. Those two can be interchanged depending on how fast we go, I think. Suheb Maksud, Muhammad Hafiz. And then for number five, I guess I would put Azam Khan. And then you have Asif Ali, Shadab, Imad, Shaheen, Harris, and Hassan. And Harris could be interchanged with Muhammad Hassanin. No, sorry, Hassan, Sh Hassan, Shaheen, and then Harris. But Harris could be interchanged with Muhammad Hassanin. That to me is a solid squad. You got three all rounders in. They're all spinners in uh, Hafiz, Imad, and Shadab. And then you got three seamers, Harris Rauf, Hassan Ali, and Shaheen. And you can you technically bat all the way down to, to nine because Hassan Ali can hit it. That to me is a good squad. That to me is a winnable squad if everyone forms to their capabilities. The only people I would be concerned with are like middle order of Soeb Maksud, Azam Khan, and Asif Ali. That's so many new freaking people. It's because Fakhr isn't there. Such a mistake, man. Holy shit. But okay. I'm still quietly optimistic, but not super optimistic. Anyway, yeah, so... That's that. I will. I will be coming in, uh, um, uh, after any Pakistan game, talking about the game, and if not the game, then at least the series. I don't know what my schedule will be like in the future. So wherever I can fit in, I will be coming in. And I'm looking to talk more about each game, about the players, and about Pakistan cricket and cricket in general. Hope you enjoyed listening, and I'll see you all next time.